This is Peak Earth. I'm Case Bradford. And the episode ahead is just me. I've been putting this off for a while, making a solo episode. I guess that's what you would call it. It's daunting, it's intimidating to just have me and a microphone. No idea what the heck I'm going to say. Well, I guess some idea. I've been uh, making these podcasts for four or five months now. It's been a lot of fun. Really enjoyed. Really enjoyed the process. I think I've got 40 or so episodes recorded. This will be the 33rd one, probably. Drinking some coffee. It's March, Tuesday morning. I think it's the 21st. First day of spring. Something like that. Recently turned 33. What else? What else? I should probably not say that. I should probably just keep, keep talking about things, keep saying things. I wonder if I should edit this or just leave it raw. If it's raw, I'm just, I'm sorry for anybody who's listening. This is gonna be, this is not gonna be the most earth shattering presentation that you've ever, that you've ever tuned into. I can, I can tell you that much. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Hopefully something good. That, that's all we can hope for, really. Every time we open our mouth, it's just, well, hope something good comes out of here because I don't really know what the heck I'm going to say. I, was, I, was, I learned once that it doesn't really matter so much what you say. Like the words are less important than the energy you put behind it or the, I guess, the emotion. Even And that's even that is behind the body language. So it's difficult. You're just hearing my words. You can't really see my body language. Not that I'm emoting heavily through my body. Maybe I should be. I think you'd probably hear more of it. And then the smiling is a big one too. If, if I'm smiling, you're going to hear that. You're going to hear that through my voice, which is pretty fascinating. That's that's important on phone calls and things like this. So just putting the energy behind it. Like, oh my gosh, I'm just really excited about what I'm saying. I cannot wait for you to hear it instead of just being like, yeah, I'm really excited about what I'm saying. And I can't wait for you to hear this. I don't know what this has to do with podcasting. Probably nothing. Maybe a little bit. If you're interested in podcasting, I think this will be valuable for you to some degree. I'm going to talk a little bit about how this got started and, and what it has become. Um, started this because I've been listening to podcasts for the past 10, 11, 12 years now. Really enjoyed it. Spent so much time. I'm probably easily in the top 1% of people who listen to podcasts. It's just been like a constant stream of podcasts in my ears for like a decade. So many thousands and thousands of, of hours in podcasts. Started with the Joe Rogan experience, like so many people, is and uh, was really positively affected by by that podcast. It gets a really bad rap for obvious reasons on like mainstream media or whatever, but it's helped a lot of young men. It's amazing the ripple effect that that podcast has had on our culture. It really is, and then as time has gone on. I always had the idea, the thought in the back of my mind that it would be fun to make podcast episodes because I'd spend so much time listening to them and audiobooks as well. It's been have another crazy habit of listening to audiobooks. It's been something like a thousand the past 10 years, just constantly listening to them, usually on, on faster speed, the audiobooks and the podcast, just because most narrators speak pretty slow and you can read faster than, than you can listen. So it's like, well, I amp this up to sort of, because you can, and it's, you're able to make sense of the information uh, equally as well. It doesn't take away from the experience at all. 
Hopefully this coffee, coffee sipping is not annoying. Trying to do it away from the mic. So yeah, I had um, put it off for a while because it seemed daunting and, and technical and just expensive. And I'd always wanted to do in-person podcasts. And then you need a space and you need to have a certain amount of a following for people to want to come speak with you in person. And I had never been someone who was engaging much on social media. And then the lockdowns of 2020 changed pretty much everyone's life, mine, mine included, in some important ways where we were all kind of forced onto the internet a lot more to engage through social media. And that was where I decided to create more because I knew I had some information, some experience, some knowledge, some wisdom that could help people, especially in the vitality realm, having gone through my own health struggles and had been enjoying a really high level of vitality at a really sort of low effort rate. I feel like a lot of people are struggling and striving and really trying hard to get healthy and to be healthy and just not seeing results and being someone who is naturally sort of, I don't want to say lazy, but um, just not, I'm not like a type A person. Like I'm not someone who counts calories and goes the gym. I haven't done either of those things ever really. I've, I mean, I've spent some time going to the gym, but I never enjoyed it. And that was when I realized, oh, I can go outside and engage in movement practice there and enjoy more health benefits thanks to the sunshine and the earthing and the fresh air and the accessibility and the convenience and the enjoyment factor. So there's that, that part of it. And none of this really resonates very much, but for some people, I think it's, it's really important and really valuable. I'm a weirdo. I've always been a weird guy, meaning like just different, bit of an outcast, not like the popular kids or the cool kids would growing up, just like kind of doing my own thing. Always been really quiet, um, reserved. People would say, why are you so shy? And I'd just, there's no, you know, nothing in my voice, to, nothing in, there's no voice in my head telling me words to say. I don't know how everybody has so much to say. I'm just sitting there and kind of quietly contemplating. And that's, that was my thing, still is my thing for a long time, a big pondering, big ponder guy. And um, there was there was more to that thread. Oh, yeah. So why am I talking on a podcast if I'm so dang quiet? Well, I feel like it's somewhat of my responsibility to share what I've learned because I know that I can help people. I know that the information I'm sharing is not being shared and it's really impactful, very valuable. It has been for me, which is why I feel like it's very important to contribute my voice into the fray. And hopefully... Anyone who's listening to this has enjoyed interacting with my stuff, anything that I've made. Hopefully it's it's created some sort of value in my life. That's my intention. And I know I'm not very good at it, but I'm hoping to get good at it over time. I'm a big believer in the concept of mastery. And this came primarily from practicing martial arts, where if you engage in a practice, you're going to get better at it. No matter what it is, if you engage intentionally as often as you can, ideally every day, Probably won't happen every day, but the more you're able to focus and engage in a practice, the better off you'll get at it. This is really obvious with a physical practice, less obvious with a mental practice, but it's very much there. Even something like verbal fluency or the ability to be charismatic, such an underrated skill set in today's day and age, but the ability to be able to communicate in a way that is effective and efficient and emotional and powerful is really underrated. And it's so much stripped away from us because we're constantly texting and sending messages with our thumbs through letters 
and we're not able to use our, our faces and our voices and our bodies to emote and express these powerful messages that can only come from the entire body, the heart and the mind and the soul all working in concert to transmit, to commute an idea from my mind to your mind so that it lands in a way that it takes root. The seed of an idea will root in the soil of your mind and grow and sprout into a new plant, to a new way of life, a new way that is a more elevated way of being, a more at ease and in control way of engaging with this time-space continuum. What was I even saying? Never done anything like this. This is a trip. Dialoguing with myself. I feel a little bit like a crazy person right now. I'm in my living room, sitting on a stool in the corner. There's a laptop on another stool on a table so that I can be recording this episode by myself. Okay. It was, uh, I was talking about why I got on the podcasting, how I got on the podcasting, making podcasts. So 2020 rolls around. I'm sharing more online, interacting with more people on the web. And I start shifting away from listening to the big podcasts because they were getting, I was just getting kind of bored of, of the stories and the voices. I was, I was getting repetitive. And I started finding these smaller podcast craft podcast and they're really cool i was like wow this anyone can just make this you know it seemed much more approachable at the time technology had evolved to the point where everyone was used to hopping on a zoom hopping on a video call it was just second nature at this point we'd all been using zoom i had never really done a video call before that 2020 lockdown now it's just happens every day all the time and that's pretty much the experience for everybody so that style of podcasting became much, much more approachable. I didn't seem like, oh, I have to do this in person. You can just hop on a video call and and do it with pretty much anybody across the world at any time. And that was really alluring because I had started making these connections of cool people online where I thought, wow, it would be fun to have a dialogue with this person to create a podcast together. And eventually I worked up the courage and the research and the sort of ideation around what I would call this podcast the direction that I would go with it and how to actually get it set up, uh, technically speaking, which initially researching seemed incredibly complex. Now that I'm on the other side of it, it's very easy. There's just a million ways to do it, but it's really straightforward. I'm going to write a thread on Twitter about how I did it. I'll link it down below here. So if anyone wants to check that out, it'll be there. It's pretty, it's super straightforward. Anyways, sent out a one tweet saying, hey, I'm going to start a podcast. Would anyone like to be on it? Because this was my other biggest fear. It was like, ah, I'm just going to get a guess. It's going to be difficult. And something like 20, 25 people were like, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm down. So that was awesome. And just started out making episodes with those. That took a few months to get to make those episodes. And it was a great, great way to just launch it. And from there, I began making more connections, interacting with more people, as one does. If you engage online in an honest and open and intentional way, you will connect with like-minded people, which which has been a mind-blowing part of all this for me, who was, as someone who had never really engaged on the internet uh, previous to 2020, it was amazing that I've, I've now made friends that across the world, some of which I've been able to hang out with as they've come through Los Angeles. If anyone is going to be in town, let me know. We'll hang out, go to the beach or something, grow some steaks, whatever works 
So that was how, how this thing got started. And, and from there, it's just uh, kind of grown to, to a degree. Numbers-wise, you might be interested to know something like, so say the first 30 episodes of season one or season one and a half, whatever. I don't know how many episodes are in a season. So 30 episodes, 3,000 downloads. It's not an even 100 downloads per episode. It's something like some may only have like 20 or 30. Some have, I think the most listened to episodes are in the like probably around 300. So um, a few of those up at that range and then a few down down below and you've got everything in between. Um, so that's that's how that works. Who knows what growth will be like. I'm really not paying attention to the numbers as uh, a metric for success. Just trying to focus on on enjoying the process, which, which I am. So this is definitely a success for me. It's, it's brought a ton of joy into my life. I really enjoy making podcasts, speaking with people, scheduling, editing, creating clips. It's It's been, the entire thing has been enjoyable, although I'd say I've been a bit aggressive with my focus on it. I'd like to scale that back a bit as, as time goes on. I'm not trying to, you know, be a startup founder, scaling my, my growth aggressively. I just want to enjoy the process, enjoy podcasting and enjoy the practice. A small audience artist, I think my total platform size is probably around 10,000 across Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. And that's not much, I think, uh, which is cool. I, I don't believe one should focus on really building quantity of social media followers because then you begin writing things that are just like designed to go viral or, or hit the masses and it's not quite you. It's like this separate thing where I'm, I'm creating content at, at some level. I'd, I'd not want to, want to take that approach. I'd rather have higher quality followers, which is just going to come from me creating in a way that is aligned with my soul, with, with what I want to create in the world, with what I want to see, with what is vibrant in my mind even though that's going to be like some strange and outlandish stuff sometimes. That's cool. That's, that's what I am aiming to engage in. And as I'm better able to do that, I'll be able to find higher quality connections. Like anyone listening to this, I'm sure is pretty awesome. So yeah, I think, I think over time, um, I'm just going to keep enjoying podcasting. So I think a lot of people have this idea that, well, at least that's what people ask. Like, how are you going to make money off this is, well, I, that's not the way I look at this. So I'd say all in this podcasting process probably cost me around $44 a month, something like that. And the way I look at this is a, as a gym membership. So I don't have a membership for my body. I just go work out outside, but I could, right? You could pay 20, 30, 40 bucks. You could go to a gym. You could train anywhere for any amount of money, but most people don't look at like, well, what would be a monthly cost for my gym? And I'll be honest with you, I think the best way to do that would be something like recording a podcast for a lot of reasons. You're engaging with people having a dialogue, a focused one hour long conversation, no distractions. And that's that's engaging. That will work your mind on and off the podcast. You'll be thinking about interesting things to research, to learn, to say, to experience. It's going to push you outside your comfort zone, which is extremely important. All growth lies outside of the comfort zone. So being able to have a catalyst for engaging in that growth, for pushing yourself outside of your, your bubble, especially for someone like me, who is a lifelong introvert, who has always kind of kept it to myself, being able to have a reason and a practice of asking people if they want to have an hour long conversation, you know, that's recorded 
it's it's frightening you know not well, i don't want to say it's frightening but it's like it's energizing in a way where it feels slightly uncomfortable some call it like anxiety or excitement you can frame it however you want right there's this whole idea oh it's not it's not anxiety it's excitement you know you can't get the butterflies to go away but you can get them to fly in formation so it's like oh i'm just going to reframe that energy that like sort of uncomfortable energy that People are like, oh, I'm so anxious. It's like, are you anxious or excited? And what are you excited about? And take that energy and use it to kind of create a better life for yourself and, and those around you. You can do that. That's an option. So it's on the table. So yeah, anyways, um, that's that. Let me just take a drink and think for a second. It's been 18 minutes. I have no, long, no idea how long I'm going to make this thing for. I, I don't think I'd go for an hour at, at this point. Sometime in the future, I'm going to go for an hour, I guess, but this will be shorter. It's definitely be shorter. So, yeah, podcasting is a mind gym. It's also a great way to sort of exercise creativity, as, as one would say, being able to create in the moment. Creating compelling conversation is difficult, it's tricky. And, and being charismatic in the, in the midst of that. I'd say my, my biggest skill as a podcaster is listening as someone who has always been introverted. I've always been a big listener. That's why I listen to so many podcasts and, and audiobooks. I just love listening, even in conversation. Like I'm very much more of someone who's going to be listening intently and enjoying that much more than the, the speaking part of that dance that is conversation. So some of my favorite parts about having a podcast is being able to really listen to someone about something that they're curious about and ask deep and important questions, meaningful questions that may not be asked in everyday life, especially a lot of these people that I'm making podcasts with aren't popular podcasters. They have some, a lot of the cool folks I've made episodes with have never made a podcast before. So it's engaging in this flow in this creative medium called the podcast that is, is it's as a first time it's, that's definitely a little bit, anxiety provoking. I remember my first one was uh, not even a year ago, last May. And that was with Rin McDonald on the Hope Initiative. And I just really enjoyed that. He encouraged me to, to make my own. I'll link that episode below as well, if anyone wants to listen to that. It's just really fun. And um, nourishing on a certain level, like how often, how often do we really have conversations anymore without a phone where it's just focused? It almost never happens. And it, especially in the context of, of a podcast where it's, it's almost like we're playing a game where the, the point is to keep it going, where I want to ask deep and, and meaningful and important questions, but I can't, you can't just ask that launch into that right off the bat. It, it's got to be sort of ease into it. And then eventually you'll find these opportunities. And sometimes it flashes into the mind. Like I've had a few of these um, intuitive pivots as I, as I like to see them. One was with Ben Samuels, where for some reason I just had in mind where I like ask him about hunting. I was like, it was a complete non sequitur pivot and he had this amazing story about going on a sacred hunt after doing mushrooms in austin texas it was just this really cool story that that was really fun to listen to i'll link the episode below and, and another time happened with peyton elroy where for some reason i had this intuitive sad status ask about past lives and it did this deep whole backstory and and a take on on past lives and a lot more related to that stemming off of that um question so that's been a fun part as well. Learning, learning when to ask questions, what questions to ask about, when to dig deeper on something, when to circle out and pivot. All these complexities within the podcast conversation, or even just conversations in general. That's that's been a really fun 
an interesting aspect of, of the art. And it's, it's fascinating to play around with that. So back to the mind gym, creativity, courage to get out of your comfort zone. And then connection, I'd say is the last part of the mind gym concept that I'm elaborating on here. The ability to connect with other people um, in deep conversation to co-create. That's such a powerful way to, to build connections uh, with others, to know someone at a deeper level. There's this idea, okay, we can if we consume together, if we sit down, we watch a movie, that's a certain level of connection. We spent some time together. Uh, we were in close contact. We shared this experience. Another way to approach connection is through co-creativity. Like, what are we, what are we creating together? That way, you're going to know someone at a much deeper level, especially through something like a conversation, because we're using as our paint on this canvas. We're using our, our stories, our experiences, our knowledge, our ideas, our perceptions. Every aspect of, of ourself really does come into play in the midst of a conversation. And when it's going to be something that's recorded and presented to the public, who knows how many people will listen to this. Anyone really in the world could interact with this and that's going to be their perception of you. So there's this sense of wanting to bring your full self to the fore and really trying to, to make it good, make it cool, make it seem like I'm pretty great. This is, <laughs> this is, this is, fun. this is me. This, you're listening to it. So I, I don't know the, and, and I think anyone knows from my creative act, a lot of that, the best stuff doesn't come from trying really hard. A lot of it does come from laying back, but not laying back too much, where you're sort of on the balls of your feet, sort of in this zone, this, this space of really not trying or, or trying too hard. It's sort of this, this middle area where we can just let the flow, flow just come through us. And that's a, a big part of this. I'd say the last piece of this mind gym concept would be flow state. And that's just the ability to start engaging in in an act and then all of a sudden something else takes over and it's we call this the flow state um where spectacular sort of feelings i don't, I don't want to say spectacular but they can be spectacular it can be a really beautiful feeling and it, it's such an important part of life you can get it doing almost anything but being able to learn and practice accessing a flow state and being able to engage with that and ride that wave is, is such a beautiful part of life and creative practice in general and podcasting specifically in, in this context, being able to access the flow state and, and doing it with somebody else in a co-creative way is just, it's just beautiful. So podcast, podcasting as a mind gym, that's going to be a big part of what I write in the Twitter thread about getting started, why I do it, how I do it, you know, the monthly cost. 44 bucks a month or whatever it is, um, creating a dojo, a dojo, mind you, where, we, where people can come and, and co-create podcast episodes together. This process has been a certain level of, of confidence that I've gained myself and my abilities to create. I always had some level of, of low level of confidence for whatever reason growing up. I had pebbles and braces and I was skinny and I had a lot of trouble articulating myself, probably because I was mostly quiet, listening, didn't have much practice speaking. That came later in life. Um, I'd say my first professional job out of college, well, started as busing tables at a dive bar. Just like all night, no breaks, no rest, really. It was like four in the 
afternoon to like three in the morning, just hiking sort of all around this bar outside, collecting cups and dishes and dodging people puking. And that was just the first job I could find. It was like, oh, got to make money. Just move back home, paying off college bills. Got to make money, save money, pay off debt. It's the grind. Then from there, went to become a waiter at a sports bar. Similar gig, making a little bit more money. And then speaking with people, more engaging in interactions. And from there, went to a five-star, like fancy hotel restaurant. As a, as a waiter, making a little bit more money, having a little bit more responsibility. And then from there, went to become a entry-level broker-dealer at a large financial firm, eventually becoming a consultant on the stock plan side of things. And a lot of speaking. So that was like basically all day on the phone, um, eight, 10 hours, 12 hours sometimes speaking to people from all across the world. And I hated it. I hated it so much. But it, it gave me an ability to use my voice box and a certain level of verbal acuity and comfort with the practice of charisma, speaking to people in a way that would be engaging, hopefully, ideally, and also just not terrible. Like I didn't feel bad about opening my mouth and, and speaking as I had growing up, where I was always sort of uncomfortable doing it for whatever reason. And I guess that has given me some skills. This is a common theme within many of these conversations I've had is that a lot of people have these things happen as we all do that are perceived as curses and they end up becoming the biggest blessings. It's a common theme throughout this experience. And it's so difficult to remember that if you're in the middle of being cursed, if you're in, if you're in the midst of a curse, it's like, dang, this is rough. Maybe make it through that challenge come out on the other side stronger. And a lot of times people say, wow, that ended up being a blessing because I'm at a better place now than I was before. And I would have never gotten here if it wasn't for that experience. If it wasn't for that challenge, I would never have grown to this point. And that's certainly been true in my life. It was true at that job. I was able to grow a lot from that, even though every day I dreaded it and hated it. I kept my mind on improving myself and figuring out what it was I wanted to do and, and getting there now. I've been working at a, a great company here in Los Angeles for the past six years doing something that I enjoy much more, something that is aligned with, with my soul, and getting healthy food into people's hands, working at a, a tech company here that is focused on improving our food system, which is really important to me. So that feels good. That's great. It's a job that I enjoy much more on, on a regular basis. So I, I if anyone is going through a difficult time, just stick with it. Keep driving towards towards what you know you're here to do, what you want to do, what fills you with joy, what feel what what is your bliss? Follow your bliss. It's great advice. Just keep learning, keep driving. You will get to where you want to be if you continue to focus on that path as often as you can. Just return yourself to that focus, to what you want in your mind's eye. You will build that. You will create that life. I promise you. If you focus on it, continue to bring your focus back to what you want and create it as best you can every day. That's all we can do, really. At the end of the day, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. And if the trying is enjoyable, well, hey, it's a pretty great life. Just enjoying just enjoying the process all, all along the way. So it's not always going to be enjoyable, but 
That's fine. How boring would it be if everything was always enjoyable? Pretty boring. So yeah, got to keep life interesting. Anyways, I was talking about confidence in regard to creating a podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny because people still perceive uh, – podcasts are perceived as being like, I don't know, somewhat uh, like special in a way. It's like, oh, you have a podcast? Like you've been on a podcast? You must be, you must be important. Like it kind of in, engages the ego in, in a funny way where – yeah, it, it's. I think that's because it, when podcast as a technology was first invented, it was like an extension of the radio broadcast. And if you were on radio, you're kind of a big deal. Like you were, must be somebody important. You must be somebody esteemed with a message to share, kind of famous. You're on. You're on the radio. And then that's what pos- podcasting was like. Radio on the internet for for a long time, where it was like only really famous people were doing this. They had the connections to get other people on the show. They had the reach. They had the connections. All that. I already said that broadcast. Now. The internet's much more decentralized. Fame is much more decentralized. Thanks to social media, there are people with millions of followers who I have, I have no idea who they are. I could see them outside. I would never recognize them. And they're very famous in these smaller audiences, even though a million people isn't small. It's, it still is in a way. And this podcast creative medium really changed, I'd say, around 2020, once everyone became used to making... Um, video calls and engaging through, through, you know, peer to peer video calls, I guess, just face videos, video chatting, whatever you zooming. So that, that changed the game because now podcasting is much, much more accessible. As, as I already mentioned, that was a big catalyst for me. And I, as someone who began to engage with it, I learned, Oh, this is actually more, this is almost more for me, the mind gym concept coming back into play where this is, this is for me, I'm getting a ton of value out of this, uh, engaging in it as an individual. I hope and, and intend to create value for somebody listening. It may take years to really make something that's valuable enough to impact someone at, at scale. A lot of or a lot of people can say, wow, this is awesome. Really enjoyed that podcast. Really learned a lot. That's the goal. But at, at a micro level, at a foundational level, I'm learning a ton from this for all the reasons that I, that I outlined. I'm, I'm gaining an enormous amount of value from that simply the act of engaging and creating podcasts and cultivating the practice of, of, of podcasting. So it's almost, I'd say the technology has changed, but that's not the way most people perceive it. Most people perceive it as like more from what it used to be as, as an extension of the radio broadcast as some of more of like, yeah, you're on a podcast. You must be important. And, and this is why it's so easy to get guests as well is because it does engages the ego to a certain degree. Like, Oh yeah. Like, I'd love to be on, I want to be on a podcast. Like I'm important enough to be on a podcast. And it's also on some subconscious level, I think people recognize that it's fun and it's a really great time to to make. And this is, I'm striving to make this an open platform. So if anyone listening wants to make an episode with me, just connect with me. I'm easy to connect with social media or through my website. Um, I'd, I'd definitely be down. I'd say the one one drawback is just how, how time consuming it is. I want to just be doing this kind of all the time, but scheduling, uh, editing, creating, and then I've got my day job and my other creative pursuits on top of this. It, it is, it's t- like, it's, it's pretty time consuming to edit them. That's the one drawback I would, I would say is just the, how much time the entire process can take up, but overall it's worth it. And yeah, let me know if you want to create an episode, I'm definitely down to do so. So yeah, I'd say that that would be, that'd be kind of it. That's all that I got.
Um, I'll, I'll go in the future episodes, I'll go into deeper detail about other things that I'm passionate about, movement practice, multi-day fasting, nature immersion, pretty much everything that has been of big value to my life that I strive to create and share on the World Wide Web. It's all been important and meaningful. And I will create more on that in the coming days. But for now, I'll leave it at this. It's been half an hour. Surprisingly, didn't think I'd go that long, but here we are. If anyone is listening at this point, I commend you. You're awesome. Thank you. Really appreciate your support and your attention. Um, I will be creating more of these and making them better. And man, that's... Now I'm at a loss for words. I think we'll just end it here. Conclusion. Thank, thanks you. Thank you for, yeah, thanks. Just means a lot. Immense gratitude. May your days be blessed. May your life be amazing. And uh, now I'm just, now I'm just making fool of myself. All right. Time to go about the day. Take care. Thank you. Peace.